Did you know that jealousy can actually be an amazing tool to help you find what you most desire in life? There is a saying that jealousy is the ugliest trait, and in some circumstances, that is absolutely true. But what if I told you that jealousy can sometimes be a good thing? I believe that our emotions are always trying to teach us something, and when we take the time to fully recognize what our feelings and our triggers are trying to tell us, we start to understand ourselves on a much deeper and more intimate level. In today's episode, I dive into why jealousy can actually be one of our greatest tools and teachers when it comes to uncovering our purpose and illuminating our most deep-seated limiting beliefs. Welcome to the Inner Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Weber, and I'm a holistic transformation coach, meditation facilitator, and sound healer. This podcast is designed to help you along your journey to uncovering your purpose and creating a soul-aligned life that you love. Each week, we'll deep dive into various tools, practices, and mindset shifts to help you embody your most authentic self, live mindfully, cultivate abundance, and shine your light from the inside out. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, my beautiful friends. How's it going? I have had such a wonderful week. I was asked to lead a sound bath for a beautiful group of humans at a very special event this last Tuesday, many of which who had never attended a sound bath before. And it was just such a fun experience to be able to share the magic of sound healing and the crystal singing bowls with them. Um, I'm also in a coaching container right now getting my level one sound healer certification, and it's been such an incredible experience so far. And I'm not only growing my skills as a healer, but I've also had an opportunity to meet so many incredible women who are also going through the same journey and transformation as me. And I'll definitely be sharing more about this experience on the podcast soon, but it's really been a great reminder of how important it is to continue investing in yourself and investing in your own growth as you begin to embody and move towards your purpose. None of us can go through this journey alone, right? Like having mentors who have been where you want to go and a community of women who are also there to help uplift you and support you along your journey is truly invaluable. And, you know, even as a coach myself, like I still need support, right? We all need support. And there's literally nothing like being held in a container and having people there to support you and help you grow and help you become your best self. And I'm just so excited to finally embrace my purpose and my gifts as a healer and just to continue serving and uplifting as many people as I can along this journey. Um, and on top of that, I have also had some uh, coaching calls with my private coaching clients this week. And there was a theme that came up a few times during our calls, and it really inspired me to talk about it and share it with you on today's episode. So the topic that has been coming up a lot in my coaching calls is my clients having the feeling of jealousy. And I know this is going to be a little bit of a hot take, so bear with me here. But I actually love jealousy. I really do. I think it gets a bad rap. And like, I know I can see you rolling your eyes right now, but (laughs) hear me out. I'm going to talk about today why jealousy can actually be one of our greatest teachers and how we can actually utilize jealousy to start to eliminate some of our limiting beliefs within us that we may not even realize that we have. 
So let's dive into this because I'm really excited about this. Um, For starters, I think it's really important to begin by explaining what feelings are and why we associate certain feelings as either being good or bad. So feelings in and of themselves are just vibrations in our body, right? Feelings are not good or bad by nature. Feelings are just our emotional state at any given time. But we as a society often tend to label our feelings as either good or bad. And I am personally not a fan of this at all. Like how many times have you heard someone say, you should always just be happy or you just shouldn't feel angry right now, right? That feels so yucky to me. The shoulds when it comes to our emotions are very prevalent in our society today, but it's normal to feel our emotions. As humans, we get to feel a wide range of emotions, Everything from joy and bliss to sadness and shame and anger and fear. And none of these feelings are inherently good or bad, right? They just are. It's normal. It's normal to feel angry sometimes. It's normal to feel sad sometimes. Just like it's also normal to feel joy and excitement and happiness. But where I think people get this wrong is that Emotions themselves are not inherently good or bad, but the actions that we take as a direct reaction to our emotions can be bad. So let's say, for example, that you're driving down the highway and somebody cuts you off and almost hits your car. And in turn, you feel the emotions of anger and also the emotions of being afraid of fear. Your emotions in that moment are 100% valid right? They're neither good or bad. However, what action you decide to take afterwards can be good or bad. So you have a couple options here. You could choose to react by honking your horn and yelling and screaming at this person and engaging in road rage and driving up next to them and giving them the middle finger or even throwing something at their car, right? (laughs) It's That's a choice. Or you could choose to respond By feeling your emotions, feeling that fear, feeling that anger, and then letting that person drive away and moving on with your day and just knowing to be alert and aware from then on. The feelings of being afraid and angry are not inherently good or bad, but your actions in response to that feeling can be labeled as good or bad. And the same thing is with jealousy. Jealousy in and of itself is not actually a bad thing, but the actions that people take when they feel jealous could be bad, right? There's lots of stories of people who have felt jealous and reacted in all sorts of crazy ways, right? (laughs) I'm sure we can all think of something. And that's not what we're talking about in today's episode. I want to be very clear on this. I think that we can all agree that choosing to respond with calm and control rather than reacting negatively to our emotions is a very important skill and could honestly be an episode in and of itself, right? But today, I'm going to speak about how to use the feeling of jealousy as a tool to help you get really clear on what your heart is craving and to uncover and work through any limiting beliefs that 
might be underneath the surface that might actually be holding you back and inhibiting you from making progress in your life and towards your dreams. And before I talk more about this, I want to be very, very clear on something. I am not saying that you should strive to be jealous, right? I'm not saying that it's something that you will want to feel all the time. This is specifically referring to if you feel jealous, what it means, how it can actually help you, and how to move through it and reframe it in your mind. I am in no way suggesting that you should aim to feel jealous, right? This is just another perspective on how to view jealousy through more of a curious lens rather than just jumping to feelings of judgment or shame around it. I believe that our emotions are always trying to teach us something, and when we actually take the time to fully understand what our emotions and our triggers are trying to tell us, we start to understand ourselves on a much deeper and more intimate level. All right, so with that being said, what is jealousy? According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, jealousy is a feeling or showing envy of someone of their achievements and or advantages. So this might seem obvious to you, but we don't feel jealousy around the things that we don't want, right? Jealousy can actually be a sign that your soul is craving something that you really badly want in your life, and it can give you a sense of direction for what you most desire. So I'll use myself as an example here because even I sometimes feel that pang of jealousy from time to time. I'm human too, right? It doesn't happen very much for me anymore because I've been putting in so much work into my thoughts and learning how to reframe my mindset. But sometimes it does slip through. And this happened a few months ago. I can remember it very clearly. I was scrolling Instagram and I had that big gut-wrenching pang of jealousy when I scrolled past a girl that I follow that had recently moved to a beautiful beach town in Tulum, Mexico. And she was living her best life as a coach and a sound healer and a Reiki practitioner. And she had shared that her coaching business was just booming and she is killing it in her business since moving down there and was just living her most soul aligned life. And she had been sharing all of these videos and posts about how beautiful her life was and how she got to wake up every morning by the beach and was drinking water out of a coconut and laying in the sun while I was, you know, in Chicago when it was like negative 10 degrees outside. <laughs> so that didn't help. But I really felt that pang of jealousy in the pit of my stomach. And instead of getting angry at myself for feeling this emotion or saying to myself, like, I shouldn't be feeling this way, I got really curious and I pulled out my journal and I started to write down my thoughts. And when I started putting my thoughts to paper, when I started to dissect what was really coming up for me, I had some really big aha moments that came through. So I've always wanted to live by the ocean. I am a salt, sun, and sand kind of girl. <laughs> I want to be constantly sweating because it is so hot and humid outside. Seriously, I love the heat. I love it. I love the ocean. I love the sand. I love that whole beach life. It has always been a dream of mine to live by the water and not to live through any more brutal Midwest winters. But I live in Chicago right now, 
And when I started putting pen to paper, I realized just how much that feeling, that pang of jealousy, really illuminated my desire to live on the beach in a warm and tropical place. It is something that my heart craves and desires on a deep, deeply intrinsic level. We don't have jealousy around what we don't want. So when you do have that feeling, maybe it's because it's telling you something about yourself that you might not be listening to. Do you feel jealous when you see other people doing a certain job or making a certain amount of money? Do you feel jealous when you see people who have certain material possessions, like a car or a boat? Do you feel jealous when someone lives somewhere specific, right? Get really clear on what it is that you are feeling jealous about. It could be that you are craving something in your life and your heart and your soul is giving you a sense of direction, almost like a compass within you. What is it that you are feeling jealous around and how could you use that feeling to help you start to investigate what your heart is trying to tell you. What is it that you truly want most out of life? Another really interesting thought that came up for me while I was doing my journaling practice was this sense of lack and disbelief in myself that kind of was unearthed while I was writing my thoughts down. Thoughts like, that's just not a life that's possible for me. Or, I'm just not as good at business as her. She's been doing this for about the same amount of time as me, and she's so much further along, and she's living her best life on the beach doing exactly what I want to do. You know, what's wrong with me? Crazy, right? All of these limiting beliefs, all of this lack mindset, all of these stories that had just become illuminated. And I want you to, to see this. This is where the deep work starts, right? It's all about figuring out what thoughts are underneath that feeling of jealousy, bringing them to the surface, and then working through them. So I started breaking down these thoughts, starting with, that's just not a life that's possible for me. And I asked myself, do I truly believe that that is not a life that's possible for me? And I thought about it long and hard, and I realized that I actually do believe that it's possible for me. I do believe that I could live on the ocean and have a thriving six-figure business doing what I love. I know it won't be easy, but it's something that I'm working towards building in my life. So instead of thinking, well, it's just not a life that's possible for me, I asked myself, what kind of thoughts would better serve me in this situation? And here are some of the thoughts that I came up with. I'm getting closer to my dreams every single day. I am doing the best that I can, and that is enough. I am working every day to build a life where I get to wake up on the beach and listen to the sound of the ocean and have a beautiful, thriving sound healing and coaching business. How much better are those thoughts than, well, that's just not a life that's possible for me? So much better, right? Even just listing those out loud makes me feel energized and like, ready to get to work. And I wouldn't have been able to find or uncover these limiting beliefs so easily within myself had I not felt that pang of jealousy. See, when you start to look at things from 
a curious lens rather than a judgmental lens, it opens your mind to start looking within you and to look at your thoughts and see where you want to start making changes. This is the work that I do with my clients, but also the work that I do with myself in my own self-coaching practice. And that's something that I also teach my clients how to do. I also think it's important that we take note of how we view situations. So instead of viewing other people or other women as our competition, to view other women doing what we want to do as evidence that it's possible for us. So instead of seeing this girl living her best life in Tulum, doing exactly what I want to do as a threat, or instead of making that mean that I'm doing badly, or that I'm not as good as her, or that something is wrong with me, what if instead I looked at this girl as evidence, as proof that it's possible to live on the beach and have a wildly successful business doing exactly what I want to do, right? That reframe is huge. We can see other women doing what we want to do, and instead of us using that as evidence that we aren't good enough or seeing her success as inhibiting our own success, what if we viewed someone succeeding in their business as proof that it is possible for us as well? What if when you see another woman your age reaching six figures in her business and buying the car that you've always dreamed of, you get excited for her? And you realize that her succeeding in life does not mean that you will not succeed. In fact, it's proof that if she can do it, it's also possible for you too. What if when you see another woman's TikTok or reel go viral and you celebrate her and you use that as motivation to keep showing up on social media? What if when you see another woman your age quitting her corporate job and doing what she loves full-time, and instead of making that mean something negative about you and comparing yourself and putting yourself down, you actually use it as motivation and proof that this is what your heart most desires, and it helps you decide to get the support that you need to make that dream a reality. What if a friend starting a business doing something similar to you is an amazing way to collaborate and learn from each other and to help each other grow. What I have learned over the years is that one person's success does not hinder or inhibit your ability to also succeed. If you are a business owner and you see another business owner in the same niche absolutely killing it, what if you use that as proof that it's possible? What if instead of making that mean that you aren't as good as they are or that something's wrong with you, You use it as evidence that your niche is profitable and you know that there's enough room at the table for both of you to succeed. There are literally billions of people in this world and one business cannot claim all of those people as customers, right? That's crazy. I shared this metaphor a few podcasts ago, but it's like the pizza restaurants in Chicago. There are literally thousands of pizza restaurants in the city limits, all selling the same thing, pizza. But every restaurant has its own flair, its own recipes, its own style, and people go to those places for different reasons because different people like different things. Just because someone is doing something similar to you does not mean that you are in competition with them or that their success means that you will not be successful. We can all win. We can all be successful. There is room at the table for everyone. The big question is, 
What are you making another person's success mean about you? So next time you feel that pang of jealousy hit your stomach, I challenge you to pause and really tune into your thoughts. Ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? What does this person have that I want so badly? Is my jealousy around a material object or is it a feeling that I get from having this object? And spoiler alert, 100% of the time, it will be because of a feeling that you are chasing. So it's also important to pinpoint what that feeling is that you are desiring. Ask yourself, am I actively trying to reach this goal? Is this something that I'm actively trying to accomplish? Are my actions aligned with this goal? And if not, what are some small steps that I could take this week, this month, this year to work towards achieving this thing? And most importantly, what limiting beliefs do I have about myself that may be preventing me from achieving this thing that I want so badly? And what thoughts would better serve me to help me get closer to my goals? Friends, this is the work that will literally change your life. And I also do want to mention that not everything that you see on social media is perfect in real life, right? We all have our issues, we all have our problems, and nobody has absolutely everything figured out, right? We're all on different journeys, we're all on different timelines, and just because someone reaches your goal before you do does not mean that you're falling behind or that it's not possible for you. Your time is coming. You just have to keep going. So if any of this resonates with you and you are looking to dive deeper into this, if you are looking for help to create more alignment in your life and to start doing the deep thought work that will literally change your life, I would love to have you join my Align and Shine private coaching program. Inside my private one-on-one program, I help my clients to uncover the mindset blocks that are holding them back from starting on their path to following their dreams and creating a more soul-aligned life. If you're interested in learning more, you can book a free 60-minute clarity call with me. And on this free call, I'll help you figure out exactly what is keeping you or holding you back from living a life that genuinely makes you happy. You'll get really clear on where you're feeling stuck and how we can co-create a plan to help you create a life that you are wildly passionate about. We'll also talk about what it could look like for us to work together and how I will help you create the results that you want. And by the end of this call, I'll help you make a really clear decision if this is something that you want to move forward with or not. And my intention is not to convince you to decide to work together, right? That my only intention of this call is to help you identify and work through any limiting beliefs or thoughts that might be holding you back from living your most fulfilling life. And if you do decide that this is something that you'd like to move forward with, we can chat about next steps and even schedule our first call together. So I'll share the link to book a call and to learn more about the Align and Shine program in the show notes. And I really hope that this episode has been helpful for you today and that you were able to gain some clarity around your emotions and especially how you can start to explore and learn from your emotions in a positive way. I would love to hear about what comes up from you and what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. Please feel free to share with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at HeyStephanieWeber. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode, and I'll see you next week. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Inner Sunshine Podcast. If you loved this episode, please hit subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone who would benefit from this podcast, I would be so grateful if you shared it with them. If you're looking to connect further, join my community on Instagram. You can find me at HeyStephanieWeber. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Thanks again for listening. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you in the next episode.